by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 508 of the Paranoid School Rock Show, where for the next hour I'll be playing your music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Oh yes, and my name's Armitage. Right, let's get things going straight away with the Turbo ACs and Go Ahead from their up-and-coming album, Radiation. show i told you how i'll be regaling the team rock radio breakfast show fuck it let's get drunk drink up at the lexington then razorbacks kick at the pipeline on july the first now i'm sure you're all aware of my joking disdain at being smited by team rock radio with cries of you should have employed me well for the last three weeks the station has been playing back-to-back music whilst changes are made at Team Rock Radio, readying for a relaunch. Originally, it was only to be for a couple of weeks, but on the 24th of June, Team Rock's founding chairman stepped down with unconfirmed reports of a number of the radio staff being made redundant. Obviously, tentative questions were levelled at Moose and J-Rock at their survival rate. Sadly, they weren't sure what their future held, but seemed pretty upbeat. Well, alcohol is great for smoothing out problems, or actually making them ten times worse. It was also 
Good to meet up with fellow listeners. One works in PR with me being on a mailing list. The Flotsam and Jetsam track you heard a month or so ago, that came via BJF Media. Cheers, Judith. Uh, it also turns out another listener lives just up the road from the squirrel and heard of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, Ego Boost, but she's not actually listened to it. Ego deflate. In a strange case of coincidence, Paranoid Squirrel zookeeper Tans arrived unannounced as he was seeing The Dead Cuts, a band that features ex-senseless things vocalist and for one B-side ex-wild hearts guitarist Mark Keds, who were playing upstairs. Uh, as I was explaining to the others about the Paranoid Squirrel rock show, Taz commented that I really should have some business card printed up. And there's me, a graphic designer and a digital printer, and I wonder after nearly nine years of Paranoid Squirrel podcastness, only the wise folks at the Wall Rock Radio for the East Midlands have picked me up. Also loitering around was former Rachel Stamp, current scant regard, she made me do it, and adamant guitarist Will Crudson, who I managed to ploy in the latest scant regard album, Brush With Death, along with She Made Me Do It CD single, What's Going Down. She Made Me Do It also features former Rachel Stamp keyboardist Shinana Dax. The latest single, Frantic, sounds a lot like this. <laughs> Say it if you want it 
I told Mrs A that I was only going to go and pop up for a swift half just to pay my respects. Eight Jamesons later, sitting on the 10.30 Thameslink from St Pancras, I remember my bladder is far too weak for public transportation. So moving swiftly on to the day after, which was the 1st of July, and the Razorbats debut UK show at the Pipeline with support from Flash House and Abandoned Courts. I missed most of Abandoned Courts' set as I didn't realise they were on. No officer. I wasn't watching Wales playing Belgium in the Euros. I've been hearing good things about Flash House, but unfortunately, up until this point, I had not seen them live. Now, I mistakenly mentioned to the Squirrel that there was only one support band and thought that she'd realise that the band now on stage was Flash House and not the Razorbats, as none of the songs being played bore any resemblance to the Camp Rock CD that I played her in the car on the way back from Radio Birdman. She didn't. Neither did friend of the show, Glenn, who the squirrel dragged out of the crowbar so he could avoid seeing Massive Attack in Hyde Park. At least his excuse was ignorance of what band sounded like what, as the only information he'd been given were that the Razorbacks were superb. However, both the squirrel and the aforementioned Glenn really enjoyed Flash House, as did I, with the gruesome twosome making a foray to the merch table, which unfortunately... For this evening, it was just a table, as Flash House, as to date, have only released a three-track demo on Bandcamp, which is free to download. This is No Solution from said demo. <laughs> Sell, you've been alive for bleeding hell Only your destruction can break the 
Flash House will be supporting the hit priest of both of their 10th anniversary shows, which are on the 29th of July at the Black Heart in Camden and the 30th at the Chameleon in Nottingham. If you haven't got tickets, you better get a move on. I have Uber Rock's Dom Daly to thank for getting me into the Razorbacks. He knows what I like. And when something comes his way that he thinks will float my boat, he doesn't hang around letting me in on it. The Razorbacks were one such recommendation. The band had been together under one name or another for about four years, with their debut album Camp Rock released in September of last year. Scandinavia has, for over 20 years, retuned and pimped up US Garage Rock. You know the bands I'm talking about. Sadly, some have hung up their trucker baseball hats whilst others it's just not financially feasible to tour the uk so you can imagine i was stoked to be tipped off that the razorbacks en route to slugfest nine would be playing the pipeline with ticket prices of fiver that pretty much was the icing on the cake i think the razorbacks were unprepared and taken aback at the reception that was afforded to them. As the set list indicated, they hadn't made any provisions for an encore after Kids of the 70s had been played, but the small but appreciative crowd weren't going to let them down the M4 without a fight. So after much talking amongst themselves, they played an unrehearsed version of Betty Bop. But that still wasn't enough to satisfy everyone. So the cover of Michael Munro's Dead Jail or Rock and Roll, which had been played earlier in the set, was revisited. To be honest, the band could have played the whole set twice over and we still would have wanted more. Okay, are you ready for some Dead Jail Rock and Roll?
and Dead Jail or Rock and Roll you heard the Chuck Norris experiment and an acoustic version of The Roof is About to Cave In taken from an acoustic split single with Trigger McPoopshoot to celebrate Slugfest 9 which you can purchase from their Bandcamp site talking of the Pipe 9 sad news reached the Yelp School Dre on Wednesday that the venue would cease to be come the 23rd of July due to a massive rent increase hopefully new premises at a reasonable price will be found whilst assembling the next five bands um, i realized that they unintentionally all have links to the damned first up is stiff beta obviously his damn connection is forming lords of the new church with original damn guitarist brian james along with 
Dave Tregana from Sham 69 and Nicky Turner from the Barracudas. This, I'm sure, as discerning listeners, you already knew. Stiff was almost part of another punk supergroup when he, Didi Ramon and Johnny Thunders formed the Hordes of Babylon, along with, I think, Steve Ritchie, a.k.a. Vom on drums. Contrary to the internet, this band never got past the rehearsal stage before Stiff pulled in the services of Neil X and Tony James from Zig Zig Sputnik and Chris Dollymore from The Godfathers, who would later join the Damned to release the last race album. In the back of my mind, I'm sure Bryn Merrick, most definitely one time basically with The Damned, was involved in some capacity, or incapacity. Anyway... While scrolling through my portable pocket digital music player, I discovered Stiff's disconnected album was conspicuous by its absence. Fortunately, it was one of those albums that didn't get transferred over from my external hard drive, so a quick copy and paste later, it was back ready for me to listen to. As I play the Michael Munro cover, I'm going to play you Million Miles Away from Disconnected, that Michael Munro covered on his Nights Are So Long album. But this version, obviously, is by Stiff.
Wednesday, I popped up to the 100 Club to see Brian James celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Dam's first ever gig, which, uh, appropriately enough, was at the said venue supporting the Sex Pistols. Brian had issued an open invitation to Rat, Captain and Dave to join him. Captain on Facebook the day before reminded everyone of the gig, even if he thought it was a day earlier to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the release of New Rose. Now, that's in October. Uh, he also, quite rightly, paid tribute to what Brian had musically achieved back in 76-77. I think all those who attended knew he probably respectfully declined Brian's offer. Rat was the obviously yes, having played with Brian up until a few years ago. However, I knew that Brian's drummer of choice, Pilly, was going to be warming the drum stall for at least 90% of the set as he'd asked me to email him the Hope and Anchor gig from January so he could refresh himself on his travels down from Cumbria. As for Vanian, uh, even if he is in partnership with Rat regarding the stiff back catalogue, the chances of him turning up were well, pretty much nil. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Supporting Brian were easy action label mates the Black Bombers and the tenuous link isn't the only thing that connects them to the damned uh, the Black Bombers bassist Darren Birch also plays in the Godfathers that used to feature Chris Dollimore who played with the damned between 93 uh, and 95 uh, this I believe it was the Black Bombers' second sortie into London the first was up at the Nambuka for Weird Sin in May which I missed uh, as it was the day after Mrs. A's 50th, and we were sort of still in party mode, you know, hung over south of the river. The reviews of their debut album are nothing short of music to my ears, rattling along like Aussie punk legends the Saints, sounding like it was recorded at a particularly raucous session at Sun Studios, or back-to-back with the Kingsman revolutionary version of Richard Berry's Louie Louie. Black Bombers are proof that soul-deep rock and roll didn't die with Johnny Thunders and Ron Ashton are just some of the quotes. This is Whiplash from the Black Bombers self-titled album.
chatting to Pilly at the bar before the Black Bomber set, I quietly leant in and whispered in his ear, So, who are the exciting guests? Turns out that the one show had been in earlier, filming and interviewing, with a transmission date of September, when who should turn up but Dave Vanian. Also penciled in was Ginger Wildheart, and if he was in the country, Jesse Mallin. Obviously, I asked about Rat's whereabouts to be told he was on the most likely list. So now my mind was in overdrive with the possibility of three quarters of the original Damned on arguably the anniversary of the start of British punk at its birthplace. Of course, Vanian was never seen of again. Jesse Manning was still en route to the UK, but the two gingers of Wild Heart and Scabies variety were... Brian's set was pretty much the same format as the Hope and Anchor in January, with Austin Flatpig on bass, Mark Taylor on keyboards, and obviously Pilly on drums. And now, from the Dirty Strangers, joining in on vocal duties. I still maintain Brian's last album, The Guitar That Dripped Blood, is the third album the Dam would have made had he not left at the end of 77, beginning of 78. The word polished... Uh, couldn't be used in any way, shape or form Wednesday night. It was gloriously ransackled what rock and roll, indeed punk, should all be about. There were a few naysayers who were quite vocal at their disapproval. Uh, one who was standing behind us after shouting a few, Your shit! claimed that that was it and he was off. I don't know what he was expecting, but one thing was sure he wasn't expecting was the squirrel to tell him in no certain terms he wouldn't be missed and to hurry up and fuck off. Q, small round of applause. For the encore, Rat strode onto the small but perfectly formed stage to be joined by Ginger, who, along with Al, duetted on the mega-long version of I Feel Alright and the fastest version of New Rose I've ever heard, as you're just about to hear. Oh, 
Now, as I mentioned, Alan Clayton can normally be found in The Dirty Strangers, where it has been known for Brian James to join them on stage. Ergo, damn connection. Last autumn, I bought the band's latest CD, Crime and a Woman, so I was somewhat puzzled to see on their Facebook page a date for a launch gig for this Thursday, that's the 14th of July, future and non-wall listeners up at the Elgin in Labbrook Grove. Out soon in line to meet with a tale of record label fucktardry, meaning it was only briefly out last year, but now all was well with the world, with it available in all the normal and abnormal places. Here's south of the river. Interconnectedness comes courtesy of Johnny Moped, who last Monday were up at the Maidervale Studios to record five live in-session tracks, four for Mark Riley and one for Gideon Coe, which has yet to be aired. The tracks in question were A Real Cool Baby, I Ain't No Rock and Roll Rookie, Darling Let's Have Another Baby, Panic Button and the as yet unaired Paint My Aubergine. Is it me? Or does a real cool baby sound like Johnny does Radio Birdman? What is she, Johnny? She's a real cool baby!
I got an email on Thursday from the Ramones store regarding my Ramones Dulux 40th anniversary box set. I thought it was going to say it was stuck at UK Customs because I needed to cough up and fork out some silly amount of duty. It wasn't. It seems, due to some unforeseen circumstances, the release date has been pushed back to the 9th of September. Guide. Oh, at least it'll give me a chance to save up some spondulis. This is You're Gonna Kill That Girl from Leave Home, a demo version of which is on the box set. Apparently. I saw walking down the street You jumped down and knocked off her feet And then I knew it was the end of her Skinny to that girl Skinny to that girl Skinny to that girl tonight Skinny girl, that girl. Skinny girl, that girl. Skinny girl, that girl tonight. When I saw her walking down the street, both in still and stupid beats. Then he knocked her on the floor, but he wanted a little bit more. Skinny girl, that girl. Skinny girl, that girl. Skinny girl, that girl tonight. It's gonna go that girl Hey, it's gonna go that girl Hey, it's gonna go that girl Tonight, tonight When I saw her walking down the street Was still and skipped the beat Then he knocked her on the floor But he wanted a little bit more I saw a light on the street He jumped and he knocked her off and then I knew it was the end of her. Hey, it's gonna kill that girl. Hey, it's gonna kill that girl. Hey, it's gonna kill that girl tonight. know i get the odd email asking if i'd like to be so kind to have a gander at this album or that band with a view to playing a track from said band and or album nothing wrong in that and i welcome and indeed encourage it i got one on tuesday from someone whose first language well, is in english but i need a bit more than hello in first sorry about this impersonal mail but we are just a band and instead of a link to the band's website there was just two email addresses this cried out spam however I copied the name of the guy who sent me the email and pasted it in Facebook and found that he is indeed in a band called Missiles of October from Brussels. Their last album, Don't Panic, came out at the end of 2014. And this is the title track. And if you want to see Missiles of October, they're supporting the Cosmic Psychos at the Het Boss in Antwerp on the 24th of July. (laughs) 
obviously and it goes without saying that that was Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio and Heaven and Hell. So as we fast approach the end of this week's show, it only leaves me once again to thank you for tuning in. And I hope you've enjoyed the songs you heard as much as I did playing them. My name's Armitage and this is The Helicopters. Until next week, take it easy. Just skip back to two number one and get back to that group, folks. Let's get back to that group!